Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Under the Fig Tree. I'm Troy. And I'm Bruce, and we have a great conversation for you today. We're going to talk about the conquering church versus the successful church. Now, some might say right off the bat, okay, hey, wait a minute, aren't those the same thing? or Aren't they sort of the same? And it just really depends. And so we're going to talk about them, and we're going to deal with some definitions and some different things that Troy and I, and I know some of you, many of you probably have seen and experienced yourself in relation to what the church looks like today versus what the Bible says the church should look like. Is that yeah, a good and way I, to start, Troy? I think that's a great way to start, and I think this is one of those topics uh, that has a tendency to get a bit racy. Yeah. <laughs> it might might cause you to itch a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Uh, question some things. Uh, like you say all the time, you please feel completely powerful to disagree. Absolutely powerful. Um, but this is based off observations and lining those observations up uh, with the word of God. So uh, can I put this disclaimer out there? I know people are going to say, hey, it's pretty judgy. Are you being judgy? But yeah, we're not being judgy at all. Again, all we're doing is taking what we see and lining that up to what God's word says. Sure. And at that point, we're not judging anything. If if there's any judgment there, then it's, it comes by the word of God. So I want to put that disclaimer out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've always had an issue with the whole judging thing because, because we were, we're told to judge well, in he the says word of when God. you judge, he says, when you judge, when you judge, it's just that the term judge and judging and judgment has taken on such a negative connotation Correct. that we don't consider every single day. We have human beings who sit with their black robes on and judge. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's not always bad. No, it's not. You know, it's not always bad. Their judgment is not always negative, you know. And so I always try to throw that in there somewhere, Troy, when I can. So, yeah, we're going to, you know, uh, now Troy said we're not going to judge, but we're not going to judge negatively. I do plan on judging. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just go ahead and put that disclaimer out there. And so anything that you don't like is not Troy's fault. It's the fault of H.B. Franklin. And put that out there. I can't talk really fast because then you won't get it. But. I do plan on judging a little bit, but and I'm and I'm jesting some. But here's the thing: I want to, Troy. I, I I'd like to show a couple of sides. I like to show both sides of what we're talking about because, sure. uh, as I said earlier, the conquering church, or the kingdom church, you might even say, good um, way to say it, doesn't always, from my vantage point, match what people consider success. In church, you know that's a touchy word here. Yes, on, it on is. This podcast, it is. Success. It is. It is. And you know what? I want to start with a couple of definitions. Number one, I want to start with kingdom. Kingdom is simply the king's domain. That's right. All jurisdictions belonging to the king. Church. I'm, I'm giving Bible definitions. Okay, biblical definitions. Church is the ecclesia, or some people say ecclesia. Ecclesia, right? So the church is the people, right? Correct. Success, according to the word of God, is one word. Obedience. I, I bet you know it, Troy. Obedience. It's obedience. That's it. That's success. Not a big building. Correct. Can I run down a few of these? Yeah. It's I, not a big building. 
I think you should run down a few of those. I think I'm going to run down a few of these. Success per the modern church established establishment is not a big building. Right. Success per the modern church establishment. Let me say it like this. They think it's a big building. Some people, right? Some think it's a big budget. This is per the modern church establishment's definition. Some people think it's large attendance. Yeah. Success I'm talking about. Some people think, you know, this is one of my my pet ones. Some people think it's having an international ministry because you left the country once or twice. Yeah. Moving right along. Some people think that success today, per the modern church establishment's definition, is an online following. That's another good one. Some people think success today, we're talking church success, is being an author or having a title. Oh, boy. Or people knowing your name. Can I throw another one in there? Yes, sir. Or having a couple of albums? Oh, Man. But we'll leave that alone. Oh, boy. Popularity. I'll, I'll, I'll just turn my own mic down. <laughs> yeah, we're meddling. Yeah, we're meddling. This is 2023. Listen, this is 2023, y'all. And, and God is wanting his church, ecclesia or ecclesia, based on where you're from, to be solid. No wishy-washy. No gray areas. That's right. To be solid where his word is concerned. That's all that matters is his word and obedience to his word, right? And so I have one last one that I want to throw out. I got a bunch of them, but I'll stop here with popularity. And Troy, you've heard me say this many times, and I'll say it again today. Mm -hmm. There's only one celebrity in the kingdom. Absolutely. His name is Jesus. I was going to be real mean and say, and it ain't you. (laughs) (laughs) there's only one celebrity in the kingdom and it ain't you but i'll say it like this there's only one celebrity in the kingdom and his name is jesus i think i've said this on the podcast in times past the lord said to me some several years ago he said you know i'm saying this to all of my ministers it's either celebrity or secret place choose one uh yeah you know but understand that there's 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 only one celebrity in the secret place. There's only one celebrity in the kingdom. His name is Jesus, right? And so those are some of the things that stand out to me today that I know that there are people who call that success. I'm not saying every minister. I'm not saying every ministry. I'm not, you know, we're talking in generalities, but these are situations that I personally, and I know you know of several. Yes. I know you know of a bunch of them, but the, the, okay, so let me so okay, so let me juxtapose that by some kingdom, some some kingdom aspects, right? Okay. I talked about it's not the building, right? It is not the building. The kingdom aspect, you are the building. Yeah. So you know what's funny about that? <laughs> I just had an opportunity here uh, lately, uh, or should say recently, mm-hmm. had an opportunity here recently uh, to minister at a church, and it was one of the things that. I was able to be able, you know, to, to convey to the congregation. Right. In the Old Testament, everything was building centric. Yes. Right. So let me, Moses, I need you to build me this tabernacle. Solomon, I want you to build a temple. Yep. You know, everything was building centric. Yeah. Well, the, the, the interesting thing is on this side of the cross, everything is still building centric. Yes. But the building is different. Yes. 
I think Paul writes that and he says that you are the building. Yep. We, the people are the building. Yep. So it's still building centric, but yep. not building like we think it is. It's building as in you are you, the person yes, or sir. the church, you are the building. Yes, sir. Which leads me right into a couple of things that I put in my notes when I said you are the building. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's parallel them. Are you well put together? Are you clean inside? Oh, man. Can you withstand storms? Yeah. Are you someplace Holy Spirit would want to live? These are brutal questions, man. Yeah, yeah, but we're going to move on. (laughs) Look, man, I think we're only at like, what, maybe the eight-minute mark or something like that. (laughs) You should have saved that. If you're going to offend the people, let's get 20 minutes into this thing first. (laughs) Troy, you know, I told you. That my mission in life between now and the time Jesus comes back is to lose friends and alienate people. That's my mission. Someone said, that's a horrible mission. It's really not. It's going to happen if I decide that I'm going to walk with Jesus for real. It's inevitable. So I'm, I'm poking fun at it a little bit and saying it that way. But, but maybe the listeners need to hear that. Yeah. That if you're going to really commit to walking with Jesus for real, you are going to lose friends and alienate people. There's no way to get around it. If you're going to submit to the word of God as your as your lead, as your as as the light on your path. Absolutely. Psalms, right? As the light on your path, you're going to you're going to alienate friends and you're going to lose people. Well, it, it is it's inevitable. Again, just referring to the tabernacle of Moses, there's so much we can learn from that. Yes, sir. There's one way to get in. Jesus is the only way. So we learn this. Everything points to him. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. But if you look at the measurements of the of the gate at the east, mm-hmm. um, it was a certain aspect wide. Yeah. And it was also low, so you had to bow down just to come in, oh, which is a good boy. thing, right? You're in my notes, man. But then, <laughs> but then when you get to the inner court, it's like half the size. Yes. Right? Yes. And then when you get to the most holy place, the entrance <clears throat> of that, it's even smaller where only one person can fit. Yeah. This gives you an indication that you, you're going to have to shed some things yep. in order to progress towards God. Yep. And some of those things might be people. Yes, sir. Because eventually, you and I could go through the gate together. Yeah. And if we're both priests, then both of us can go into the, the, the inner court together. But right. if you're the high priest and I'm not, only you can go in to the holiest of holies. So sometimes you're going to have to lose people. It's just the way it's It's, the way it is. It's just the way it is. And I'm, I, for one, I've said this before. I don't think I've ever said it on a podcast, but if it ever comes down between the truth and your feelings, if it ever comes down between the salvation and your feelings, I'm, I'm not going to spare your feelings for the sake of that. I will always choose truth. I will always choose your salvation. And then we can talk about it when we, get to heaven well you know you know we have a wonderful example his name is jesus yeah you know jesus wasn't mean he wasn't mean at all no but he but he talked real straight yeah man that's what i that's one of the things i love about him because it enables me it it encourages me you know that there is a way to communicate sure and one of the things that he would do is he would tick people off but then many of them would, would find salvation. I've, and I've practiced that. There's times that I have made people really, really angry. <laughs> but I knew that they, but my words would echo in their thinking 
for weeks, maybe months. And I've had people come back and tell me, I couldn't get you out of my head, man. You said that, and yeah, I was angry, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I finally realized you were right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I got that from Jesus, man, because Jesus would say something, man. You know, your daddy's the devil. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm chief premier pastor bishop apostle, (laughs) uh, you know, of this ministry, and you're saying my daddy's the devil. What are you? And he would just say it and just keep it moving. And I think there's, like you said, I think you said it the best. I have to love people enough to tell them the truth. Sure. Troy. Sure. Not my truth. The truth of the word of God. What does Absolutely. the word of God say about it? So anyway, okay, so I'm 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 kind of juxtaposing some of the things that I said earlier about what I see a lot of people calling church success. Okay. Got it. So uh, you are the building. We hit that one already, right? That's a kingdom aspect. That's a kingdom attribute, might be a better way to say it. Yes, sir. Okay. You are the value, not the building. Oh, man. You are valuable to God, not the building, yeah. not the chandelier, yeah, not the man. carpet, not the fancy chairs, right? Yeah. Not the sound system, not the smoke. Oh, can I go there already? I think I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Thank you for permission. I'm going to go there, not the smoke. Yeah, you, know what, you know what a lot of people have done, Troy? is they have smoke machines because they haven't pressed into the Shekinah glory of God. It's a substitute. And they are willing to they're willing to have a substitute yeah. instead of pressing into the real. I've been in services where not only I, but many people in the service are looking up and there's this white smoke swirling over our heads. Yeah. And we're going, do, do you see that? And they're going, I see it. Do you see that? I see it. <laughs> the Shekinah glory is, is real. Very real. But if you're not willing to press into God like that, right? Yeah. Then you'll go with smoke machines. Now, I don't have no problem with smoke machines. I used to run smoke machines all the time when I was a part of another person's ministry. Right? Yeah. No worries whatsoever. No problem. But, but, but it can't be a substitute. This is um, this is all good stuff that you're bringing up here. What else you got? Okay, well, you're going to let me go on? All right, I'm going to go on. <laughs> <laughs> you are the value, not the building. Yeah. This is the question I have. What's being spent on people? It's nice to have a good building. What's being spent on you? Man. What's your leader's investment directly into you? Because you are the value to God, not the building. Not the building. You are the church, not the church building. I can say it like that. That's right. Okay. I got another one. You have an audience of one. Nobody else. Correct. That's a kingdom attribute. To understand that you have an audience of one. You, if, you, if there's any entertainment in there, make Jesus laugh. Make him stand up. Make him, you know what I'm saying? If, if you want to look at it like that, hey, fine. But understand that you have an audience of one. So it's not about attendance now. That's right. It's not about attendance. You're standing before the throne of God. Pay attention to what he's doing and what he's saying and how he likes. And this is the problem that I have because I've been in many churches, my wife and I, where something begins to happen. And I know that the father likes where we're going and without fail, they stop the flow because we got to go on with the program and it just, ah, yeah. 
I'll say it the right way because this is the way it is. It literally sucks the life out of the room. Oh, my goodness, Troy. It literally does. Troy. When, when God comes in and he's ready to do something, he wants to do something, and then we have, you know, leadership that says, hey, like you said, we hey, we got to move. We got to move. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, why do we need to move? Why? Why? What if you don't get to preach your sermon? Yeah. You just don't get to preach it. Right. You know, let's do what he wants to do. Yeah. Save the sermon for another day. Yeah. 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 But, but but the word can come out. Uh, 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 it, so you know the difference. We have the logos. We have the rainbow, yes, right? It can yes, come sir. out as a rainbow word. Yes, sir. It, what God wants to do right then at the yes, moment. Sir. What he wants to say right then at the moment. Yes, sir. And um, if it's, if it's <laughs> God doing this, it's far more effective <laughs> than you doing it. But, but, but Pastor Troy, we, <laughs> but we, have, we, have, we have two, three more services we got to do. Yeah, man. Let them all run in together. Let, let, you, what, what do we do? Let, let them all run in together. Well, they can't all fit. They're outside waiting to get in. We, we, listen. What are you willing to do? This is, listen, we, so the church we go to, is, it's a great church. It is a great church. I and, know your um, church. I'm a, a, a member, yeah. sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Honorary member. Yeah, we have, you know, people waiting out in the lobby. But you know what? If, if necessary, that's what I love about our leader there is he, look, if it's going to run over, it's just going to run over. But we're going to stay doing what God is doing. This is why I brought it, it up because yeah. you guys are one of the few examples that I that I've seen that yeah. that are willing to do that to Absolutely. stay with the flow, if I can use that term. And if God's working, we yeah. we stay with it. And, and and you know what's cool about you guys as church, you you have speakers outside. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Imagine there's a move of God in the sanctuary that pushes out into the people waiting in the lobby that pushes out into the parking lot. Yeah, man. And now you got people fall out. They, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got people all over the place. They, they, they're on gravel. You know what I'm saying? They're, <laughs> they're hanging off of their cars, right? This is, this is, this is how we're supposed to be living, Troy. Yeah. This is what I call success because this is the connection. You don't see that. Unless somebody's obeyed God. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's about. At the end of the day, that's what it's about, man. It's our faith and our obedience. And the only way that you're going to obey is because you have faith. And and really, that's kind of where where we are. I know in the book of Joshua, it talks about this. This law shall not depart from your mouth. You know, you meditate on it. In my notes. In my notes. But But at the end of that, he says, and then you will find good Good success. success, which means there's different types of success. Bingo. And the one he's pointing out is, hey, you could have some good success if you do it my way. That's right. Yeah. I That's love really that. good. Okay. I got a couple more, Troy. Let's go. You are the international ministry. Yeah. Can I say something about yes, that? Yes, sir. You sure can. So a lot of people say, hey, I believe I have a global ministry. And I'm not saying you don't. But the truth of the matter is the world is a lot smaller. And it yes. was 50 years ago. Yes, sir. And that's because of the internet makes Technology. the world a lot, a lot smaller. Yep. Right. But even at that, when you look in your neighborhoods, like we're currently recording at my home. Yeah. And I have neighbors that are from different parts of the world. Yes. And some people could be called to a global ministry. Yes. But you can achieve that global ministry just by walking across the street you, you to your could, neighbor you that's from achieve, a different country. That's exactly right. And yeah. sometimes we don't necessarily see it that way. We that's figure exactly we have to get right. on a plane or something like that. No. No. 
The world is very small. You yes. share that gospel with that neighbor that's across the street from you. And then that neighbor calls back home and shares that yes. same God. You've accomplished it. So that's exactly right. So now I want to take that another step. Yes, sir. You are the international ministry. You don't have to have one. You are one. You are it. You're here from another country. Mm. You're here from another kingdom. We are ambassadors. We are ambassadors. Yes, sir. We are. Yes, sir. His international ministry. I love it. I love it. Isn't that awesome? I love it. Be the ambassador he called you to be. Next point, the way up is down. I'm giving these as a juxtaposition for the several that I gave of, of, of what I see people considering to be church success. Yeah. The way up is down. Staying low ensures promotion with God. It will. I need to find that, that scripture real quick. God exalts the humble. Yeah. Uh, and I need to find the reference for that. Yeah. In the he meantime, while you're trying to find that. He resists the proud. <clears throat> yes. I need to find that reference. Yep. Galatians 6, 9. I'll give you that one while while you're looking for, for that reference. Galatians 6, 9, guys, it says, And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season. Ooh, those two words. Due season. We shall reap if we do not lose heart or if we don't faint. Some of your translations may say if you don't faint. It means don't lose heart, you know. And yeah. so it's important that the way up is down. God, God loves the scent of humility. Can I say it like that? Yeah, man. God loves the scent of humility. Especially when you know something, you know, the Bible tells us that we are to, we are to explain to people why we believe what we believe, but we're to do it in the spirit of meekness. Correct. Not, not, not beat them over the head with the Bible and think that somehow you're going to, you know, you're going to be successful in that. Even if you're an evangelist, you know, evangelists have this grace to come strong, but you know that grace also people, people somehow get saved. You know what I'm saying? When, That's when right. the evangelist tells you straight up, if you don't change your life, you're going to bust hell wide open. <laughs> There's a grace on that. Not everybody can do that, you know? So, so sparing the evangelist, but trying to do that just in conversation, we're supposed to be meek. We're supposed to come low. I was talking to to um, to someone on the bus who didn't look like me, did not believe in the Jesus I believe in. He believed in something totally different, and you know. And I just I just had a nice conversation with him. I didn't try to beat him over the head for not believing in my Jesus. I just gave him my experiences. Yeah. This is what he did for me. Yeah. This is what I tried. I tried this one. I tried that one. I tried that religion. I tried that God. And that, that might be heavy for some. You know, if you try a different religion, you're trying a different God. Anyway, I tried, tried <laughs> you know, and, and he was like, wow. And he said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not that good. A, you know, he happened to be a Muslim. And he yeah. said, uh, he said, you know. You're a better Christian than I am a Muslim. I said, well, I, you know, I don't know. But, you know, I just wanted to share, you know, my, my thoughts on that. We got to stay low. That's the point. We got to stay low. It has been my experience, Troy, that every time I experience promotion, 
I find a way to go lower. Which is what we're supposed to do. It's interesting because a lot of times people say, hey, I'm waiting on God to get me to the next level. And I've asked the question, which way? Up or down? And the answer, oh, we're going up. But I'm like, then you have to go down. That's the way this thing works. You know, In God's uh, economy. Yeah. That's what I call it. In God's economy, up is down. In God's economy, promotion is 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 humility. Comes out of humility. First you, first you Peter it? five. You got it? Either God resists the proud, yep. but gives grace to the humble. Therefore hum, humble yourselves. That's not something you want God to do to you. Right. You want to make sure you humble yourself. That's exactly right. <laughs> humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. You humble yourself, and then the result is he will exalt you when it's time. So there's a couple of things, Bruce, when, when I'm looking at this, what's required. Yeah. Number one is humility. Yes. Specifically says that. Right. But when he uses that phrase in due time, yeah. patience. Patience. The Bible says this in Proverbs, When you, or I think it's in Proverbs, you let patience have her perfect work, Yep. and you will lack nothing. And you will lack nothing. Nothing. That's it. So. That's it. Yeah, you got to stay low. Here's another attribute. Let's go. Demons will know your name. Oh, boy. And tremble. Oh, boy. That's oh. a kingdom at- attribute. That's a kingdom conquering attribute. Yeah. That a modern successful church just doesn't have. At least I haven't seen it. Not with the definition that many leaders use to call what they're doing successful. Right. Demons will know your name. You, sh- you should become a problem to the kingdom of darkness. You have to. You, you, have you should to become be. a problem. So maybe we said this before on the podcast, maybe not, uh, but I'm going to say it now. Jesus took 12 men, changed the entire world with yep. 12 people. Sure did. Sometimes we have churches that have 5,000 people and cannot change the neighborhood. Come on, man. Now you're talking. Why is that? Because there's a kingdom principle that's missing, right? Yes. And we're, we're more focused on what, I got my quotes up. So you guys can't see me. We're more focused on what success looks like. Yes. As opposed to being effective. Yes. Right? Yes. If you're effective, ultimately you will be successful because the only way that you can be effective is that you obey God. That's exactly right. It's the right. only way. That's exactly right. But we right. put the cart before the horse and we want the, the measurements, the metrics of success. Yes, yes. We want to be able to show how many people we have and, yes. and, 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 and how many programs we have. Yes. And yeah, okay. I get all that, you know, but, but what are you doing to change lives? And that's ultimately what it comes down to. The truth of the matter is simply this. And I know I'm going on my tangent. Yeah, go for it. The truth of the matter is this. We're not here to get people saved. Come on, bro. That's not what we're here for. Come on, bro. And most of the time where we stop is at salvation, but that's on, not what bro. Jesus said. He said, go into the world, preach this gospel to every living creature, right? Yep. And make disciples. disciples. So it's not about getting people saved. It's about making disciples. Disciples. If we stop at salvation, then we leave people undisciplined. Because that's what disciples are, disciplined ones. Disciplined ones. Eventually, we have to take those souls and we have to disciple those souls. Yeah. That's the goal, yeah. not salvation. Yeah, yeah. Now, you don't know what my, my notes say. We hadn't I, shared No clue. Notes. 
No. The very next statement that I'm going to make is kingdom-minded people will be drawn to you and you to them. Some will need discipleship. <laughs> and some will help you disciple people. Yeah. That's the next line right there. Yeah, I didn't have it. I, I had no clue that's what you were To going. our listeners, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. There is the the apostolic and the prophetic is on this line, <laughs> you know, representing the podcast, right? Because we flow together and Holy Spirit actually help us. This is actually also why we put very little planning into this. Yeah. Because we have trust that he's going to step into the conversation and he does every time. My very next statement w- was going to be some will need discipleship and some will need uh, some will help you disciple yeah and and to that point because i want to be fair across the board okay mm-hmm. until we go home to be with god yes or until he comes back to come get us you are going to be discipled by somebody absolutely discipleship doesn't stop it's it does not that not. you get to a certain point and oh they, they I've, I've been called to be an apostle so i am no longer uh, qualified to be disciple i only disciple no you're content because there are things that you don't no, absolutely. Unless God's word is not true, which we know it is. Yeah. It's in his word this way that we see in part. Yes. And we prophesy in part, which yeah. means no man's going to know yeah. the whole picture. Yeah. Or we else that scripture is not true. We yeah. know in part. So uh, uh, I think until then you're being discipled in something. Well, and, and now, now see that that's real interesting, man. And it's absolutely true. It's, it's biblical what you're saying. Yeah. I think one of the things that people get stuck on is is the who. Who's discipling you? Yeah. Because once again, going back just just, you know, 30, 45 seconds ago, you gotta stay low. Correct. If you stay low, Jesus will disciple you through whoever he wants to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be open to that too. You have to be open. Yeah. You have to stay low. And staying low means that you're going to be open. In my mind, staying low means that I'm open. Uh, you yeah. know, I'm not so high that I can't see if he decides to come low. Yeah. If he decides to use the 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 little person, who you know, listen, I've had a pastor tell uh, say 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 to the congregation many 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 years ago. He said, "Now listen, you know, um, if I need correction, he God's not going to use any of you." Wow. <laughs> you know, no, I, he, he'll use someone that, you know, and basically he was saying he'll use somebody that I look up to. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. I love you. I respect you. <laughs> I just don't know that that's, you know. And, and so anyway, you got to stay low if you're going to operate in that. Here's something interesting. Uh, natural diamonds, they typically... Are, are are formed about 150 to 200 kilometers below the surface. Yes. If I'm digging, right, mm-hmm. and I get to 145 kilometers, I'm probably not going to find it. Right. Why? Because I'm not low enough. Not low enough. Right. The thing that I'm looking for, I'm not low enough well, to find good. it. Right. That's good. So I have to go a bit lower just so I can start to find the diamonds in there. This is one of the problems. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed the conversation, and we also hope you come back and join us again under the fig tree.